for the June 28, 2013 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, an interpretive guide to current events broadcasting from the campus of the University of California at Irvine in the backyard of Mahler, KUCI 88.9 FM. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. He's, as usual, an excitable boy. He is. Uh-huh. I know why he is, especially today. Because? He's, you know, he's got a waterbed, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's right, Mother. <laughs> Jeez. He's got a waterbed. The old one burst, and he's got a new one now. So he's very excited about his new waterbed. Well, I bet he is. I think, I think it was either a cat or a cow that got on his waterbed. Oh, not, yeah. 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 You know, I, well, I, a cat would have punctured it, Yeah, I a cow would have. just burst it. Yeah. yeah. I think he, the cow was just feeling, I, I really think it was a cow. Okay. I don't know where it's it came to, from. Yeah. There used to be a lot of cows around here. Maybe it's been, you know, hiding out. Yeah. Gone yeah. underground for a while. Came could, out. Could have been hiding in the ark that he's been building. Yeah, you know what true. I'm saying? Absolutely you know what I'm saying? So you never know. Maybe it was one of his ark animals. Yeah, could have been. Uh, anyway, cow came out, mm-hmm. probably. Yeah. Burst the water bed. Yeah. I didn't see any scratch marks, so I'm assuming okay. the cow laid on the bed, mm-hmm. burst. Which brings me to our first story, Mike. Okay. Bed bovine bed ding specialist. Bovine bedding specialist. Okay. You get? Uh, bovine, bovine cow bedding yeah. specialist Amy Thronson described the growing popularity of water beds for cows. Apparently, maybe that's why. I'm thinking. He was trying the, it out, maybe. He was trying it yeah. out. Yeah. Turtle read about, about it. It takes a lot of trust, said Thornston, to let someone onto your farm to talk about cows and your cow comfort issues. Wow. That's... And and I, I guess that's to, to our little doggy's credit, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so there he is. He, um, he's concerned about cow comfort issues. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as he should be. Uh... Yeah, good boy. By the way, for the first time in, in years, I slipped on a waterbed recently. Really? An old one. I'm talking wow. 60s when you sat on it, you felt like you were going to catch a wave uh-huh. in a couple of seconds. Yeah. Some yeah. beds make you smaller and some <laughs> beds I'm make you taller. You, just funny you should bring that up. Yeah. But yeah, I had not slept on one for quite some time and uh, it was an experience. Let's just put it that way. Wow. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> they slosh. They do. Yeah. They do tend to slosh. Pakistan's new government has said it plans to put former military ruler per- Pervez mm-hmm. Musharraf. Mm-hmm. On trial for treason. Yeah. How come we can't do that to our uh, past Appar- leaders? Uh, apparently our system doesn't allow yeah. for that sort of thing to happen, even though it should. He will have to answer for his guilt before the court. Prime Minister Nawaz Sharif told Parliament, Mr. Musharraf, who returned to Pakistan from self-imposed exile earlier this year, you know, is that anything like a vacation, a it's self-imposed sort of, exile? Yeah. Maybe there are waterbeds in South Africa and he was just wanted to sleep on one. Could be. Musharraf is under house arrest at the moment. He's fighting a series of charges relating to his time in power, uh, which began, curiously enough, when Sharif, who is the guy who's yeah, yeah. going after him now, uh, was ousted in a uh, military coup in 1999. That's right. We forget yeah. Musharraf was a, uh, was a general. Yeah. He, yeah. A military coup. <sighs> they, these things never, you know, it's like the mafia. They, they never forget. These kind of things yeah. just continue. Never forget. They, all, all of these kind of juntas, they go away, they, they come back, and the, the people that are out of power, you know, are waiting for their moment to exact revenge. It's just a bloody mess. In Rome? Yes. Those Roman folk, at least 100,000 of them, uh, protested the austerity measures and the unemployment rate over there. 
<sighs> and there was a rally organized by uh, Italy's three largest union groups. Uh. Apparently, unemployment in Italy is a record high 12%. More than 40% of people under age 24 are jobless. That seems to be kind of the pattern around the world, that the, yeah. that the uh, people under 25 are really taking the brunt of the joblessness. And, and just, just for, from my experience, you don't want to piss off young people. Generally speaking, they get, no. They get cranky, and, and then they become the leader. I was going to say, and then have, they get older, and, and they, get, they remember yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Like Musharraf and his it people. It scars them. Yeah, it yeah. does. And by the way, I, I'm not sure, uh, but it seems like Europe is getting religion about turning this whole austerity thing around. They're not. This isn't. Yeah. This is because the policies are kind of loosening in terms of austerity. They're spending, to, starting to spend a little more money on government programs and things. Thank like goodness that. for that. Yeah, I hope so. Oh, here's another thing I noticed, which you might like okay. or not. Little science thing here. Researchers at the University of Nottingham, huh? What? University of Nottingham, mm-hmm. which, as you know, is in Sherwood Forest. <laughs> I did know that, uh, but I didn't. And uh, yeah. Dean Robin Hood. <laughs> anyway, the University of Not- uh, Nottingham has found a brand new body part located in the eye, and they've Ooh. named it after the discoverer, Dua. Oh, wow. a Dua. A Dua. A Dua. Dua's layer is located at the very back of the human cornea, which was previously thought to have only five layers. This is like the sixth layer. Wow. Which is saying, eh. but you know, think of it as an interior universe here. This team of scientists discovered Dua's layer by carefully injecting air into the cornea, separating the layers to be observed under an electron microscope. So they're doing this, you know, very fine operation. It's a major discovery that will mean that ophthalmology textbooks will literally need to be rewritten. The discovery should have significant impacts on cornea disease and treatment. It should be a lot easier to, to fix eyeballs. And to understand what's going on in eyes right now, so that's that's a huge. That's a huge story, thing, and, really. and there has been advancements over the years in terms of eye care and and being able to operate on eyes. But I feel it does feel like, and this is just one more example. We're on the edge of being able to really do some seriously reparative yeah. work on our eyes, which is, as you know, yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. Here's a little aside, but I thought it was good. As far as researchers go, you got researchers looking into uh, body parts, yeah, which is good. Calundra College, Christian College, that is, in Queensland, Australia. Mm-hmm. Maybe the fact that they're a Christian college. I don't know exactly okay. how Christian they are. And I mean that facetiously, of course. Right. Because they uh, distributed a list of 101 suggested activities for students to enjoy as alternatives to sexual intercourse, including blowing bubbles. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, I always, when, whenever I'm yeah. thinking about, yeah. as they put it, sexual intercourse, I'm thinking, you know, if I just blew some bubbles... I that felt, thought would go right away. I'm, yeah. I'm, I have to say, I'm unnaturally happy when I'm blowing bubbles. It really, yeah. yeah. Just watching them, you know. <laughs> or the other alternative yeah. among many yeah. is playing ball without a ball. Never Which thought is, of it's that. It's kind of an allegory for not <laughs> having sex, I not, guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Imagine the ball is sex. And imagine <laughs> and you're not, having, you're not it, having, you know? having any. Just imagine <laughs> yeah. how much fun that can be. You know? so, wow. Oh, here's an internet <laughs> That's story. That's very fascinating. Well, yeah, go ahead. As, you know, we want more bandwidth, right? At least I do. I do, yeah. yeah. <sighs> a team of engineers has devised, devised a new fiber optic technology that promises to increase bandwidth dramatically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They uh, centers on a donut-shaped laser light beam called the optical vortices. 
uh-huh. or optical vortices in which the light twists like a tornado as it moves along the beam path. Okay. So for some reason, I, I guess this condenses the amount of information that you can put in and, and shoot down a, a bandwidth. Huh. So rather than the straight line, you got this vortex Isn't of that information. Weird? Okay. Yeah. This is uh, studied in molecular biology and atomic physics and quantum optics. Optical vortices were thought to be unstable in fiber until now. In other words, they thought these twirling things would, would lose the information. They just disintegrate. Yeah. But apparently, the speed and the capacity of these vortexes is a lot higher in light. And so they're going to be able, if they can figure out how to get this down straight, to use existing fiber optics wow. to give you more information. Amazing. Uh, yeah. We'll be able to do weekly signals from outer space. Is that that, that That's mean? pretty much what it means. Yeah, yeah. I'm so yeah. looking forward to that. Yeah. yeah. A trio of University of Toronto scholars led by psychologist Maha Djokic uh-huh. reports that people who have just read a short story have less need for what psychologists call cognitive closure. Compared with peers who have just read an essay... It's just an essay rather than something uh, in literature or a short story, story, fiction. They expressed more comfort with disorder and uncertainty. So by reading fiction, you you are more comfortable with real life is really what's... And that's always been my case. That's what I've been preaching around here is that it's a shame that that, uh, universities and colleges don't appreciate literature a bit more than they do, especially in places like Florida where they were going to charge extra. Yeah, for that, as opposed to getting a, a business degree, mm-hmm. you'd have to pay more for a for literature. For a, yeah, for Lit- a degree in literature, even though literature uh, acclimates you to the real world, it seems better. Yeah, well, uh, it's yeah. yeah. I was going to say it's stories. Stories, yeah, yeah are. Yeah. And given that it does uh, prepares you for uncertainty, uh, it these are attitudes that allow for both sophisticated thinking and greater creativity. So you're going to get that out of reading literature, according to this research. Yeah. Uh, open minds is what you get when you have literature. Perhaps that's what Florida doesn't want. Would that equate, maybe it doesn't physiologically, mentally, but to, to watching a movie? Is that similar in no. the sense? No. Okay. I'm asking. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not making... Watching a movie is being entertained. You're not really engaged. You're sitting there getting someone else's interpretation of what literature is about. Okay. It's okay. No, no, big, no big deal. But they're still giving you all the characters. Your brain isn't as engaged. I, even, I would agree it's not, not as you, engaged. Okay. No, you're not as engaged. Just like they're comparing it to an essay. You know, okay. an essay which right. is giving you straight information. Okay. And I, I guess I would compare that to an essay, a, you know, a film, mm-hmm. even though it's, you know, mostly fictional. Oh, and here's my last bit of international news, and then I'll turn it over to you if you like. In- Designers Dolce & Gabbana, you know them. Yeah. yeah oh, like I love their Laurel stuff. Laurel & Hardy, Dolce & Gabbana. <laughs> they were each- I love that big D and G, yeah. obnoxiously l- large D and G uh-huh. on articles of clothing. I dog. love that. I yeah. always say dog. Yeah, dog. Yeah. They were each sentenced, Dolce & Gabbana, to a year and eight months in prison for tax evasion. Oh, darn. <laughs> That's is that one of those? That's one of those fashion show claps. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah. Gluttony. Gluttony. <laughs> Excess. Avarice. Bravo. 
And that's, I mean, you know. That's international? That can't be international. Oh, there's other things that happen. Oh, but for I'm God's so sake. sick of international All news. Right. I really am. All right. What do you think, Mahler? Be done with yeah, it, yeah, then. Yeah, <laughs> What? Oh, yeah, there he goes. Jeez. Hey, just one last thing before we get... This yeah. is so obnoxious. Speaking of obnoxious, uh, Secretary of State John Kerry is winging his way, if he's not already there, into in, Israel. Yeah. And on the eve of his visit, Israel announced the construction of dozens of new homes in an East Jerusalem settlement. The Palestinians are comparing this episode to Netanyahu's government approved construction just prior to the to the uh, visit uh, in 2010 of Joe Biden. They do this all the time. Every time there's an American dignitary on his way, they start announcing or building new settlements in the most disputed part of the west of of, yeah. of Palestine. Yeah. So, I just I, I it must work for them. It, well, I don't know. it just works. Yeah. What it works, yeah, it works somehow. Anyway, you know, I'm gonna do something a little unusual. I want to jump to uh, Snowden right now yes. because I think it's more of an international story. Okay, uh, you know, it's it's the internet. Mm-hmm. It has to do with the U.S., but yes. it's kind of a segue. We're going to go into drones, too. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, I, they call this uh, section of the news Snowden Stuff. Oh, okay. all right. You like that? Yeah, I like it. Snowden Stuff? Snowden Stuff. I have a feeling it'll be with us for a little while. The U.S. Department of Justice changed former national security, charged former national security agency contractor Edward Snowden with espionage. This happened, you know, just after we got off air last week, mm-hmm. I think. Okay. Espionage and theft of government property for revealing the details of NSA global surveillance programs. I think everybody knows that, that now. He, of course, uh, requested, uh, they requested Snowden's extradition from Hong Kong. Snowden then left Hong Kong mm-hmm. this week mm-hmm. and landed in Moscow on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So he's out of there. Uh, he's in he's in Moscow, but right now he's on the runway, as far as I know, or somewhere. They say he's in a transit center, which okay. means he's in a, I guess, in a terminal, yeah. somewhere. And Putin says he's not really in Russia. That's sort of international yeah. territory, which is yeah. a lot of BS. I mean, well, it really. is, but at the same time, it's 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 not so much where it is geographically; it's where it is uh, in regards to authority. Right. The University of California is not, but at Irvine is not part of the city of, of Irvine, mm. and there are certain things that. The, the university can do that they have uh, jurisdiction about yeah it. That, that don't have anything to do with the city so in the same sense putin is right yeah putin might the same be way jurist, i assume in the, probably not to the degree but the same way uh ambassadors residents are are not subject to yeah. to the same rules and regulations yeah. of the country just one right. of those things yeah in his latest revelation snowden said british spies are tapping into fiber optic cables to gather internet histories facebook posts and global email messages Britain's top spy agency, GCHQ... Well, that's really top secret. ...is processing the vast streams of data and is sharing it with you, its U.S. counterpart, NSA. So they're they're spying on, on Snowden? Is that what that is Well, about? they're spying on... Or well, Snowden's past? just saying it's not just here in oh, the U.S. Oh, I see. The, He's the, saying The Brits this. have taken what I think was called Echelon, uh, their, their old uh, uh, spy... Ga- their uh, information-gathering uh, operations. Yeah. Yeah. And and applying it to uh, the internet and gotcha. then shipping that information off to NSA. Gotcha. Uh, real quick, real uh-huh. quick comment on this stuff. Oftentimes, we the thing about this whole top secret and you know information and stuff. Yeah. Go back to the same kind of uh, uh, perspective that we had. I had back in the eighties when there was a secret war in 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 El Salvador yeah. and Nicaragua. 
the only people that it was really secret to were the American people, supposed to be secret. Yeah. Certainly the people in El Salvador and Nicaragua knew there was a war. Certainly right. the participants knew. Everybody else knew. The people who weren't supposed to know. the people that were arming the Yeah, those, yeah. Uh, uh, but the people who weren't supposed to know, the secret was from the American people. And they kept talking about, no, yeah. we're not really doing anything. And, and, and this yeah. is the same thing to me. The same thing. Spying. Well, everybody knows it's going on, but the one segment of the population of the world that's not supposed to know about this are the people being spied on. That's yeah. us. Yeah. I find that... Aff- I find that. Played. I know. I mean, I just... Come on, let's get some perspective here. Well, at the same time, you ought to take into account that the U.S. government is um, not the, the gathering agent. They're relying on other folks to do the gathering for them. Yeah, that's them. scary. So it's the other folks that I'm almost more concerned about than the U.S. government. Are you talking you, about the private companies? Yeah, yeah. It, it's, they're, they're outsourcing their spying. Well, the that's U.S. government that, is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we, and, and then those people are spying more because I assume in some ways it's profitable for them. If, 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 if uh, say, Google is cooperating with the U.S. government right. in giving them information, right. then somewhere along the line that's going to be a payback. I, I don't know I where well, in tax no, the gov- in, no, the- in getting regulations uh, in their favor. Well, the payback know. was the the Congress passed laws giving immunity to the telecommunication telecommunication yeah. uh, carriers. And the other part of it is they're selling. They have information. They're doing something where they're trying to put more advertising that'll appeal to us yeah. on their on their websites. Well, that's one thing. But the other part of this is is there's a whole body of, of information that's being collected out there that's there's no re- regulation or rules or any kind of you know accountability on that part of those people gathering exactly uh, meanwhile they're thinking about uh, or at least uh, Snowden's thinking about going to Ecuador but Ecuador is facing US pressure to reject his bid yes on uh, Wednesday Democratic Senator Robert Menendez chair of the US Senate Foreign Relations Committee said that welcoming Snowden would severely jeopardize U.S. trade preferences for Ecuador. Mm. In other words, if Ecuador takes in Snowden, uh, then we're going to screw over Ecuador. Yeah. yeah. And I would just recommend to uh, Ecuadorian President... Um, Ricardo Patino. He, no. That's oh, a foreign minister. No, Sorry. no, yeah, no. I'm, it's... Um, yeah. There you go again. Uh, Leave anyway, it at I, that. I would just tell him advice: don't to get on a helicopter anytime soon. Yeah, don't. you think he'll be he'll dumped over the ocean? Right, it's probably something. Well, uh, the uh, I was going to say Ricardo Patino, who's the Ecuador's foreign minister, says his government could take anywhere between a few days and a few months to decide what's going to go on with Snowden. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Chuck Hagel on Wednesday said Snowden has damaged the U.S. and urged Russia to hand him over. We've been damaged, Mike. And he will pay. Yeah? Mm. Who will pay, Snowden? Yeah. Well, then, then again, Obama kind of dismissed him uh, the other day. Well, you know, he was not going to uh, deal with any fighters, you know, any fighter planes, any jets, any... You know, he wasn't going to scramble, what was his terminology, scramble any uh, mm-hmm. aircraft to, to go looking for, for a hacker. As he called Snowden, oh, so that's oh, that's some. It was not, I think it was there. a twenty-nine-year-old factor. Oh too, wow! So, yeah. yeah, slam your mama. <sighs> By the way, mm-hmm. in case you were wondering, you're listening to KUCI eighty-eight point nine FM, Irvine, California, on the web at KUCI dot O R G. Mother, what is it? 
<laughs> what is it, boy? What is it? What yeah. are you so upset what, about? What is it, boy? Can you tell me? Drones in the news? Is it drones in the news? Oh, yeah. You know, I think what upset him yeah. this time was uh, that we waited so long to get to it. I yeah. think he gets a little yeah, antsy. Yeah, that stuff kind of yeah. bugged him. In Pakistan, a group of gunmen shot dead 10 foreigners and a Pakistani guide on a mountain climbing trip to the Himalayas. The Pakistani Taliban took responsibility for the attack, saying it was retaliation for a U.S. drone strike last month that killed Taliban Deputy Chief Wali Ur-Rahman and six other people. The militants disguised themselves in paramilitary police uniforms and kidnapped guides to bring them to the remote camp at the base of Nanga Parbat, one of the world's highest mountains. They stormed the camp and opened fire, killing a U.S. citizen along with climbers from other countries, including Nepal, Ukraine, China. Wow. And cetera. Wow. A spokesman for the Pakistani Taliban told the Associated Press, and this is the important part here, by killing foreigners, we wanted to give a message to the world to play their role in bringing an end to the drone attacks. So they're going to randomly, uh, this was just a, a mountain climbing expedition in the Himalayas. Um, yeah. This shot blew them away to make a point that there are random killings going on in the world with drones and so we will retaliate with random killings going on in the world yeah also in drones in the news Mm -hmm. (sighs) police of course are using drones to look over us right yes they have in some places but then wouldn't you think that the public should be able to use drones to look out after the police well i would hope so yeah well not so much in turkey where the uh, riot police there at a demonstration in Istanbul, Bull, mm-hmm. Istanbul, they uh, shot down a radio-controlled quad hopper, quadcopter mm-hmm. uh, that was uh, filming the uh, protest where there was uh, tear gas and police beating on people. So, so the protest in uh, Taksim Square were mm-hmm. triggered by a uh, public fury over the government's plan to commercially develop Jeezy Park, one of the few remaining green spaces in Istanbul. I think Irvine had kind of an open space uh, thing going on. Did, was there rioting? Is the that 70s. what caused them to go? No, almost. Oh, thank yeah. God we didn't have drones back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm just wondering, in, in the future, because the police are now shooting down drones, mm-hmm. I would assume that what's the next step for us to shoot down police drones? Yeah. Well, we're not shooting at police. And they're not shooting at us. We are now shooting at our drones. So, you know, that, I'm, just, I'm just looking forward to the drone wars. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, I'm, there I'm, you go. There, because because yeah. at one point in time, there'll be protests. There'll yeah. be police on one side, protesters on the other. But they'll each have their drones. And, and they'll go at it. Well, so up in the sky, there'll be a lot of ooing and aahing as ooh-ing, they crash yeah, in and burn and, yeah, yeah, burn and fly. And, and maybe yeah. from the ground, there'll be fire up, you know, yeah. up to the sky. Yeah. In the meantime, the the protesters can sneak up on the police while they're watching all that happen. Really? It'll be fun. Wow. Yeah. Well, distraction drones. Yeah. That's exactly. what you do. Yeah. Sexy distraction drones. Yeah. yeah. Would that get that would be for the policemen. Well, it'd be for everybody actually. So what you do, you have like a Nelson Mandela drone 
it would fly over the demonstrators and they, they'd all be going, hey, look. Yeah. Nelson Mandela, <laughs> wait. And then the police would, yeah. Why did you bring up his name? Are you going to mention him? He, he's no. not, he didn't drone somebody this week. Well, no, uh, I'm just saying that in as much as yeah. police might be a, a distracted by mm -hmm. uh, attractive ladies floating through the air. Yeah. In drone form. Well, there, see. Perhaps the demonstrators would be <laughs> distracted by a, a, a peace advocate. Yes. Yes. This is, you know. Yeah, this is the. <laughs> maybe Nelson Mandela in, say, thigh highs. That would be, that would be something that would really. It's troubling. Yeah. It's a really troubling uh, image, but okay. Also in Drones in the News, following several lengthy public debates over the use of domestic drones in Oregon, the state Senate decided to move forward with a plan that would bar law enforcement officers from using unmanned uh, aerial vehicles. Why do they do that? They're drones, for Christ's sake. For God's sake. Yeah, UAVs to collect information except with a warrant or in emergency circumstances. So police are uh, confined to, you know, at least having a warrant before they use a drone or having a well, real Well, good. Emergency. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. This is part of the discussion, the evolution of drones. Yes. This is part of what we need to work out. Meanwhile, the Federal Aviation Administration authorized the use of drones to fly over Oregon State University potato fields in search of uh, unhealthy bug. plants. Oh, potato bugs. Yeah, maybe that. Yeah. They're looking for ones that are not getting enough water or fertilizer, but nevertheless, they're using drones for a good thing there in Oregon. So that's, that's a contrast. That is. That's a juxtaposition there. Also, Americans love drones. We do? Did you know that? Yeah. No. Uh, at least that's what this report from the... Uh, get out. Guess, guess where this report came from? From the Drone Association. Right. Absolutely right. Of course, they call themselves the Association of Unmanned Vehicle Systems International. <laughs> of course they do. Yeah. Association of Drones. Based on the survey of 2,000 people, the Drone Association concluded an overwhelming majority of Americans support the use of unmanned aircraft for homeland security, search and rescue, and fighting crime. Mm -hmm. The survey showed that 88% of the general public supports the use of drones in search and rescue operations, and I do. Yeah, yeah, of course. 67% support their use in homeland security missions. I don't. Because I want to know what the heck is a so homeland security mission. Mm -hmm. I understand that if there's a bomb about to explode somewhere, then you know maybe you need a, a, a drone. Mm -hmm. But they'll they'll stretch homeland security missions to means spying on protesters that are against GMOs. Right. Yeah. They've already exactly. They always stretch out the yeah. the, the, the threat level to people that are essentially. Uh, exercising their constitutional right to protest. You know what's funny is only sixty-one percent approve commercial application. Approve of commercial application, like pizza delivery. Yeah. So eighty-eight percent search and rescue, sixty-one percent commercial application. Well, pizza delivery, but on the other hand, just <laughs> private citizens using a drone to, to spy on the yeah. hot neighbor down the street. Well, that might be your application. No, I'm just saying there would be those people. How, you can't how, admit. How, how about how you're, 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 a, you're a, 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 a GPS firm, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you're checking out an area. I don't know. Well, that's, not, that's a bad example. But there's got to be uh, commercial applications for drones, such as, as learning how to grow your crops better. Yeah. Uh, no, that's gr yeah. those are great things. Yeah, I mean, you, I mean, there's you, a you lot of really go good— to the porn. No, no, I didn't mean that. I'm just saying— Jeez. Invasion of privacy. That's going to be a big deal with Jeez. with drones. I mean, they don't even park them. I mean, for God's sake. That's By the way, do you, know where, do you know where Scarlett Johansson lives? By Just not curious. All right. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> Mahler? 
Yeah. What was that about? Apple? I think Scarlett Johansson kind of hits him. Yeah. yeah. Well, apparently, apparently. Whoa. He struck a nerve. Yeah, it's his time for the Supreme Court support report. Oh, yeah. The so Supreme big, big court support report. You what? Yes, I guess we're having a, at least we're going to support him right now. We are. Yeah, for one at least one of these cases. Uh, apparently, I wish they'd get this LGBT nickname out of there. And where does bisexual fit in that? Don't know. Yeah, I know lesbian, gay. I'm I'm all for that. And transgender. Transgender. Yeah, you know what yeah. the heck. Well, the, but these are a, a class of people that are more likely that they're considered a special class. You know, I don't special have a representative status. group for me, really. I mean, you could say you know white old men, <laughs> but uh, you know, I I don't go searching for. I don't stand in you know shoulder to shoulder with old white men. Yeah. No, I just don't. No, I don't I, either. And I, I'm, I'm so four I, square I with really, you. Now. I I can't like you know when when times get tough or yeah. you know when when I'm just feeling insecure. Say, well, I'm you, I'm part of this bacon lettuce and tomato group. <laughs> you know, and then and then feel solidarity. I guess that's what they feel. Solidarity. Okay, so solidarity. Let, so let's get to the big news this week from the from our <laughs> from our friends at the Supreme okay. Court. From our, from uh, they struck down the Defense of oh, Marriage Act and paved the way for same-sex marriages to resume in California. In a five-to-four decision, the court ruled the 1996 Defense of Marriage Act, or DOMA, signed by President Clinton into law was unconstitutional. This means that legally married same-sex custom couples are entitled to claim the same 1,100 federal benefits as heterosexual couples. That's a great, that's a great advancement. It's a great advancement. I'm, uh, I, I like, uh, I like our Dean of Law, Chemerinsky here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a bit concerned about the uh, process, the, the referendum process and the, here in, in the state of California, yeah. in that if, if something is actually, if we pass it and we put it into law, you know, if we go out and get petitions, that isn't isn't that representing the people of California, is, whether I like it or not? It's the most raw form of democracy yeah. we have left and, and in, yet, in our process. And, and yet our government refuses to defend that law of the people. Right. There's a, there's a divide there that shouldn't exist. Well, except – and you're right. But, but we don't get to pick and choose the laws we like and don't like because exactly. they did that with Prop 187. It was challenged in court, and the court found it to be unconstitutional. But at that the was same the, time, all I'm saying is there should be some representative by, uh, uh, representation by the state of California, and there wasn't. Period. Right. That's right. all. That's right. All and, there, you're, and you're right. You're right, because the people who did bring the suit were found to not have standing. That's yeah. the reason that the California uh, – the uh, Prop 8 uh, ruling was – Overturned yeah. or not overturned was because the people who brought the suit to reinstate Prop Eight did not have legal standing with the court. The court yeah. said they could not prove injury yeah. by not by not having this law on the books. Absolutely. Again, though. Yes. Again, though, no representation. Right. That's, no, I agree. And, yeah. Because okay. because yeah, yeah, I, I understand. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. No, I, I think it's a good ruling. No, uh, I'm with you. the Supreme Court right. and all that. I, right. I just, and, and like I I've agree. said for years and years, in fact, even when this all started, I, I never signed any of those petitions. Mm-hmm. I just, I refuse to sign those petitions. I think that's really, uh, along with Prop 13, the uh, downfall of the state of California is that it allowed for our leaders to avoid responsibility. Good point. They just sat around in Sacramento waiting for our petitions to arrive, and that's when they decided where to fall on a particular issue. And? Yeah. Now the state, gov- the state budget is now the allocation of these mandatory uh, these propositions that have passed yeah. are allocating by statute 
so much of a high percentage of our, our state government budget now that it really makes it more difficult yep. to make real hard decisions about things. Another Supreme Court uh, deal last week. They voted uh, down a critical portion of the landmark 1965 Voters Voting Rights Act. In another 5-4 to four decision, they ruled Congress has used obsolete information to in continuing to require nine states with a history of racial discrimination to obtain federal approval for changes to voting rules. Yeah. Now, you know, say what you will, I, 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 I think that there's a point to be made there. I do, too. Yeah. I'm going to say something that may surprise you, but go ahead, please. Well, this. I think you're with me in the same way, that there's something, uh, when, when something has been corrected, as it appears to, in one way at least, okay. it has been corrected. If there, if there are, as as uh, uh, Justice Roberts said, if there, you know, there's more registered black voters than there are white voters in a lot of these places, right. then there has been success. However, uh, just to prove that this was not all about that, uh, in just two hours after the ruling, Texas began advancing a voter ID law and redistricting the redistricting map that were blocked last year for discriminating against African-American and Latino voters. Right, right. So this is going to be used This in particular section of the Voting Acts bill, Act bill had been used multiple times. I think they said 70 times since in, the, in this century. Yeah. It's been used to block these kinds of restrictive uh, laws that were being passed in these states that had been the subject of the Voting Acts yeah. Voting Act um, bill back in 1965. So it was still being used. The Supreme Court acknowledged the, its effectiveness and yet said, well, at the same time, it's unconstitutional. Never said why it was unconstitutional. Yeah. Uh, the, the other, But the point I think I want to make here is that this is an opportunity for the legislature to apply these rules across the nation. Yeah. I, I agree that while there are discriminatory laws on the books and are attempting to be put on the books in these states, and we not, must stop that, why not make this a, a, a rule of the land you know, why not make this something that everyone has to adhere to? Yeah. We have them in Ohio now, in Pennsylvania, and North Car- South Carolina. All over the place are trying to impose these very restrictive laws, keeping people from voting. I say well, across the land. Have, and let's huh? you, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Let's let's do this. Let's the do Supreme right. Court also struck potential blows to workers who allege sexual harassment and discrimination in the work. Yeah, make it more Place difficult. With a pair of decisions. In the first case, the court narrowly defined a worker's supervisor as someone who can change a person's employment status. Mm-hmm. In other words, someone who can fire you. So right. if, if this person who is your supervisor can't fire you, then you, you can't say they harassed you, essentially. Okay. Yeah. In a separate court ruling, the court backed a tighter standard for workers to prove they have been victims of retaliation after complaining about discrimination. Yeah. So uh, both both rulings were five to four. A lot of five to fours this and week. And that pig Kennedy's. I'm sorry, but that every he gets a pass too too many times. I think he's a jerk. Sorry. Go ahead. Tell us why. Uh, just because, because especially on on the voting acts. Uh, I keep saying that voting rights act of 1964. So five. Five. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Whatever. Well, his, his, his reasoning is, is very flawed on yeah, these things. I find him to be offensive. grasp of the jerk. issue. Is, all right. President Obama unveiled a new climate plan featuring a series of executive actions to tackle global warming. Yeah. Obama confirmed he will impose the first limits on greenhouse gas emissions for new and existing power plants. Uh, and... Uh, and he, people he are might try- even uh, be against the Keystone Well, XL they're, they're trying to read into, yeah. the, into the tea leaves here. Did he mean that that he might uh that he might 
Yeah, exactly. Well, he said the... that the project will be decided by its net effect on global warming. So yeah. that's that's why they're thinking that maybe he will negate Keystone. No, you're right. The Senate approved an amendment to the immigration reform bill that radically expands enforcement along the U.S.-Mexico border. $46 billion would nearly double the number of border agents to 40,000 and expand the use of drones and construct around 700 miles of border fencing. <laughs> Jesus. Sorry. The amendment was approved by an overwhelming 69 to 29. By the way, also, the, the Republicans are supporting this massive yeah. uh, amount of new uh, border well, they, guards. they introduced this section of the bill. Yeah, because they, they're in bed with the prison, the private prison yeah. industry. Well, they're, they're, they're willing to... Uh, give grant citizenship to millions yeah, it, that are here it's a step forward it's a step forward yeah but then we have to in to <laughs> to win to their keep their voter base yeah, yeah. happy yeah. Uh, have a lot of drones patrolling the border yeah yep oh here's a landmark transgender rights uh ruling from not by the supreme uh, court but in colorado state officials ruled a transgender gender first grader must be allowed to use the girl's bathroom at her school even though she was born male mm. the state's division of civil rights said barring six-year-old coy mathis from using the girl's bathroom constituted discrimination you know i tried to have that happen for me but they just wouldn't yeah, I, yeah. we were kind of peering over the uh, the yeah. stalls into the girl's bathroom that yeah. doesn't quite qualify in the same sort of legal way yeah. but LGP activists hailed the ruling as the first in U.S. history to say schools must allow transgender students to select restrooms to match their gender identity. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just don't see this ending well. I mean, I, it's good. And it maybe it'll end well. Who knows what will happen thousands of years from now. But there's going to be some rough parts in here. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a bumpy ride. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Yeah. Newly surfaced documents show the targeting of certain groups for extra scrutiny by the Internal Revenue Service extended beyond right-wing or Tea Party organizations. That was such a big news story. Just they were targeting those, yeah. yeah, tar- yeah. No. Targeting the, the conservative groups. Yeah, yeah. But the no. terms progressive, Israel, and Occupy all appeared on so-called be-on-the-lookout lists. But we didn't hear about those. No, we just heard about We heard the narrative that Tea Party. Tea Party, yeah. Mm-hmm. In Texas, Democratic lawmakers and pro-choice demonstrators blocked a bill that would have shuttered nearly all the state's abortion clinics. This was big last week. Oh, yeah, it was. And it had a star, too. Yes. This is uh, Senate Bill 5 called for banning abortion at 20 weeks and imposing harsh regulations that would force all but five Texas clinics to close down. But on Tuesday of this week... Our star of the show, Wendy Davis, State Senator Wendy Davis, rose to her feet to launch a filibuster that lasted nearly 11 hours before Republican senators, male Republican senators, male pig Republican (laughs) senators managed to cut her off. They tried. As the midnight deadline for the special session drew near, hundreds of protesters in the gallery erupted into cheers, blah, blah, blah. But Republican lawmakers attempted to claim they had passed the bill anyway. They did. In other words, they, they said, did. They hey, lied. They look over lied. here. Yeah. Look over here. Look over here. Yeah. They did not. They were, they were like 10 minutes before midnight. They, yeah. st- they somehow challenged her because she'd veered off topic because she was talking about sonograms and another yeah. whole thing about, and they're, you're, you're, you can't filibuster anymore. So yeah. then they tried to call a vote, and even the lieutenant governor finally yeah. said, no, yeah. they didn't do it. Yeah, David Dewhurst, the lieutenant governor, conceded the vote had not followed legislative procedures that you know the yeah. Republicans claimed they had, yeah. blaming what he called unruly mob outside. 
That's what he was saying. Oh, yes. It wasn't our fault. It was Using the, Occupy tactics. Yep. Is it what they said? Yep. Yeah, something like that. Despite the overnight victory, Texas Governor Rick Perry could still call a second special session right. if he wanted to to reconsider the bill. Right. We'll in the see meant- about that. In the meantime, he started slamming this Wendy, uh, yeah. State Senator Wendy Davis. It's going to happen. And by the way, Rick Perry, you pig, uh, wow. uh, the, uh, the uh, uh, Texas just executed its 500th prisoner, wow. death row prisoner. Way to go. They're by far way ahead of everybody else, 500. Well, here's an interesting little story here I liked. Researchers at the University of Washington and the University of California, San Diego, concluded that the modern car is a security disaster and by inference made a case that Michael Hastings' death by auto accident was a cyber attack. Now, they didn't say this directly, but by inference, you can conclude this. Researchers demonstrated that that it is relatively a trivial exercise to access the computer systems of a modern car and take a control away from the driver. Wow. He was driving a new Mercedes. And they said it at a very high rate of speed uh, yeah. when he was killed, right? They also demonstrated, the researchers at Wa- at the University of California, huh. San Diego, and Washington State, um, that such mayhem can be achieved remotely via, being, via a variety of methods, is what they said. Over a range of experiments, both in the lab and in road tests, we demonstrate the ability to adversarially control a wide range of automotive functions and completely ignore driver input. Wow. Including disabling the brakes, yeah. selectively braking individual wheels on demand. So you could just have one wheel swerve you off course and stopping the engine and so on. I don't know if they could uh, access the accelerator. They didn't, you know, this wasn't Whatever. part of I mean, the, they could, yeah. the brief that I got here. But uh, let's forget Michael Hastings and, and any uh, conspiracy theory you want about that. The computer systems you have on your car uh, amount to a control system that could essentially uh, um, repossess your car. Yeah. Yeah. They could shut your car down if you don't pay for it. You go out. They don't need a repossessor. Right. They could they could practically drive the thing away if they have a GPS system. Well, I know that for Not years for years the police have been talking about this kind of magic uh, 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 wand, if you will, that could stop cars if they're chasing one. Yeah, they should no they, problem. They, it yeah. would cut off the yeah. uh, the engine and and um, yeah. <laughs> Is that Sheldon? You're, yeah. yeah. I hear, yeah, I What's hear him out there. there. I don't know. He's whining about something. Here? Yeah, he's some. I know what's wrong. Uh, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. See, yeah, peanut gallery. Oh, oh God. Okay. California company Vivos was constructing an underground doomsday resort near Kansas. You got me there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a Vivos. There's a company called Vivos. Yeah. And they're constructing a doomsday resort uh-huh. in Kansas. A doomsday resort. Yeah. A place you can go on to doomsday. unwind and relax when, on doomsday. When, when you know the coming world's to coming to, end. Yeah. You, to be ready. Yeah. The launching pad for the hereafter. It has an indoor yeah. golf course. Yeah. There you a bowling go. alley. Of course. Of course, you need the bowl oh. when the world's coming to an end. That's the first thing that comes to my mind. Yeah, pick up that spare. Well, listen, uh, Thunder and Lightning is just God playing bowling himself up there in the Very in true, the Mike. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. It includes a indoor golf course, bowling alley, swimming pool. Uh, we're not capitalizing on fears, said Vivo CEO, the company that no. put this. Well, no, we're not. Of course we're, we're not. not capitalizing no. on fears. Absolutely. We're resolving them. Oh, yeah. nicely done. Yeah. Before we get out of here, I just wanted yeah. to say one quick thing about the apparently the the near death of uh, South African leader and Nelson. civil rights leader Nelson Mandela. Yeah, 
just one of the approaches. One, yeah, How apparently. Old is he? 106? He's, no, he's 90, 92, 93, something. I mean, obviously. He's old. He's, he's old. And I know you're going to say the death of an old man. He's but, not you know, a tragedy. But I think it's important to reflect on what what a kind of a powerful uh, individual he, he was in his time. And that's it. That's all I wanted to say. Yeah. He was. Yeah, he was. I, yeah, mean, I mean, come uh, on. There, there to turn that... apartheid South Africa and, and to to nonviolently turn that society into something different and something better. Keep in mind that this country was uh, very much against what he was doing initially. Oh, Reagan called his African National Congress a terrorist group. Yeah, exactly. Let's remember that. Nelson Mandela was at one time by our U.S. president identified as a terrorist. Yeah, by that piece of crap exactly. president Ronald Reagan. Exactly. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, yes. And finally, mm-hmm. in Glastonbury, England, yes. a woman dressed as a vagina. Excuse me? A woman dressed as a vagina. Yes. That's not so bad. No. I'm... She attempted to calm a man wearing a penis costume. <laughs> yeah. Who had gotten into a scuffle with a stranger. You know, I mean, the guy's walking around wearing a penis. You know, has a costume, a full length. I saw photos of him. Okay, he was, he was completely, you know, yeah, a, a penis. anatomically and correct. Apparently, yeah, yeah. somebody got upset at him. Yes, he from... gets upset, and the vagina comes over and says, "Ah, calm down. <laughs> you know, what's what's the deal?" <laughs> um, I wasn't looking for a fight," said the man dressed as a penis. Well, but he was. He... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, he's looking for a vagina. He wasn't looking for a fight. Never mind. I'm sorry. I wasn't looking for a fight, but he grabbed my hat. (laughs) 